thy lightnings enlightened the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today's Holy Mass of the Transfiguration begins with a flash of lightning. The text given us in the intro is remarkably well chosen. Not only for this Holy Mass of the Transfiguration, but in fact for the beginning of every celebration of Holy Mass. You may recall that the great manifestations of God, the divine inbreakings that change history, are often preceded by a flash of light. So true is this, that when the Mother of God appeared in Fatima 100 years ago, her coming was preceded by a flash of light. And so we are given this intro, it, by lightnings enlightened the world, the earth shook and trembled. This intro suggests that every Mass is a manifestation of God, a theophany, a divine inbreaking. This is the chant given us on the threshold of the Holy Mysteries to prepare us for the advent, for the manifestation of God, sacramentally. And we, alerted to the coming of God by this flash of lightning on the threshold, respond in the psalm. How lovely are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. It's almost as if, after the initial flash of lightning, we look about and we see the church filled with the glory that shines from the face of Christ. How lovely are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. And then, my soul longeth and fainteth for the courts of the Lord. It is a way of saying, I want to go in. I want to go in. The gospel, of course, is the response to this prayer. I want to go in. I want to see God. I want to be where thou art. When God desires to impart a grace to his soul, he begins not always with a flash of lightning, but always by causing that soul to desire what he intends to give. This is a kind of grace that readies us for grace. 
God makes us desire the very things that he intends to give us. I find it interesting that in the collect of the ninth Sunday after Pentecost, we're also praying this collect at Lords and Vespers and at Holy Mass. This very truth is brought forward, for we pray, let thy merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of thy suppliant people, and that thou mayest grant them their petitions, here it comes, make them to ask, make them to ask, fac eos, Make them to ask such things as are pleasing to thee. It is grace that renders us capable of receiving grace. And grace takes the form of making us desire and ask for the things that God, in his wisdom and in his providence, has resolved already to grant us. Oh, this may not always be an articulated desire. We may not be able to put into words this deep yearning of the heart. This movement of desire that comes from deep inside. Yet, it is that desire that prepares us for the divine inbreaking. Peter, James, and John were prepared for the transfiguration. Prepared for the transfiguration by Jesus himself And in receiving his teaching, in walking with him, in sharing his life, God caused them to desire even more. I want to go in. I want to see God. I want to taste God. And then seeing him on the holy mountain, Peter, James, and John said, In the words of the gradual, Thou art beautiful above the sons of men. It was given Peter, James, and John to contemplate shining on the face of Christ the uncreated beauty of the Godhead. Thou art beautiful above the sons of men. Such a beauty they had never seen. And yet God had already caused them to desire the vision of this uncreated beauty. Grace is poured abroad in thy lips. The Father says, Ipsum audite. Listen, listen. To him, and they listening say, Grace is poured abroad in thy.
thy lips. And the verse of the gradual belongs to Peter. Peter says, My heart hath uttered a good word. And what was Peter's good word? Lord, it is beautiful for us to be here. Lord, it is good for us to be here. Peter, in saying this, opened himself to the word of the Father, speaking out of the brightness of the cloud. Hic est filius meus dilectus. This word was addressed to Peter, James, and John. I think, I think, to prepare them for their priesthood. Because so often as a priest, bending over the host, that fragile, almost translucent host that he holds in his hands, so often as the priest, bending over the host, says, Hoc est corpus meum. The Father says, Hic est filius meus dilectus. What an extraordinary exchange. The words of the priest on earth, the words of the Father from heaven. Hoc est in corpus meum, hic est filius meus dilectus, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. The priest, with every fiber of his being, listens listens to the host. And what does he hear? The silence of the word. The silence of the host. And in that silence the priest is taught everything. It seems to me that from the beginning of the canon of the mass until the consecration there is a movement of ascent, of desire, and then after the words of consecration, an immense silence of listening to the word. Hic est filius meus dilectus in comici ben complacomi ipsum audite. In 2011, Father Subprior and I were in Rome and we had occasion to visit the museum adjacent to the Lateran. And in that museum there were all sorts of magnificent liturgical artifacts on display. 
And we were drawn to a 16th century, 17th century perhaps, monstrance. Remarkably elaborate and beautiful piece of work. And I approached the glass case, drawn by the size of the monstrance and by its magnificence. And as I approached and looked at it, I saw above the Luna that would receive the sacred host the image of the Father surrounded by a luminous cloud and the hands of the Father almost reaching down to the Luna. And there, on a kind of banner floating in front of the outstretched arms of the Father, the words of today's Gospel. Hic est filius meus delectus. Until that day, the Eucharistic import of these words had never struck me. But looking at this monstrance and seeing the image of the Father worked in gold over the crystal that would display the body of the Son and seeing these words hic est filius meus delectus I was smitten by the Eucharistic import of the words. It seems to me that these words were spoken for Peter, James, and John in view of the day when they, in obedience to the command of the Lord, do ye this in memory of me, would say, hoc est enim corpus meum, and then hear with the ear of the heart, ita hic est filius meus delectus. Jesus came then and touched them, touched them, and said to them, Arise, and fear not. And they, lifting up their eyes, saw no one but only Jesus. Today, we shall have solemn exposition of the Blessed Sacrament from the end of Holy Mass until 9 o'clock, until after Compline. It, it is an opportunity for us to enter deeply into the Eucharistic character of today's feast. For we, lifting up our eyes, and beholding the host shall see no one but only Jesus. And in the silence of our hearts we shall, I think, hear the mysterious words of the Father 
hic, hic, est filius meus directus ipsum audite. Here, here, here for you is my beloved Son. Hear ye him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. <laughs>